0: What is going on everybody and welcome back to the greatest combat sports and culture show in the entire universe, The Fight Podcast. I'm your host Serge Vicente and this is episode 336 of the show. So check it out. We're going to do something a little different today. We're going to kind of continue this so we can get more content out there for you guys. But what we're going to go ahead and do today is the fight news of the week in 10 minutes or less. So we're going to go ahead and drop all the news, fight announcements, all that good stuff in 10 minutes or less go ahead and start the clock watch me and let's see what we can do number one let's go ahead and jump into it tank davis this past weekend went out there and defeated roley romero i know by this point in time everybody already knew that tank davis a pay-per-view star in his own right somebody who a lot of people had in their top 10 pound for pound i personally don't and i think a lot of people espn as well as you know um Uh, boxing junkie and things like that, have him around 11. I have him at 11, comfortably at 11. But he went out there this past weekend and stopped Roley Romero in the sixth round. Nothing that I think any of us were really, again, surprised. I think a lot of us knew this was going to happen. If anything, I think a lot of us were more so surprised on the way he went out there and did it. You can tell he went out there and it was thoughtful. He was waiting for his moment, and all of a sudden, out of nowhere, he pounced. Using that rare kind of combination of power, speed, athleticism, as well as intelligence, he is proving, Tank Davis, that is, is proving more and more to be one of those guys that can be a pound-for-pound dude. Now, the big question more than everything else and everybody is asking right now is, who's going to be next tank davis as we already know or maybe you don't his record is 27 and 0 25 knockouts has a 92 percent ko you know accuracy so one thing a lot of people are saying is oh he needs to fight the other big guy in the division and you're hearing Stephen a smiths of the world and people like that saying ryan garcia Ryan Garcia shouldn't be the dude. It should absolutely be the winner of Devin Haney and George Cambosis. This weekend, they're all fighting as well. That's going to be a great time. Uh, listen live and check out more of the FIRE podcast hear more about that. We will break that fight down and more. You'll see a video about that later on this week. All right. Um, but that's who I think it should fight. Moving right along. Let's go ahead and jump into the crazy headlines of the week in MMA. And look, there... That in the world of MMA comes in abundance. If anything comes in abundance, it is the craziest of headlines. And we have to start with none other than Vino himself. No, not Kobe Bryant. We are talking about Pola Costa, the Brazilian middleweight or light heavyweight or whatever he feels he is at this present moment in time, was arrested in Brazil. Why was he arrested, you ask? Well, he was arrested and he is accused we're going to say that accused of striking a nurse during a dispute over COVID next vaccine vaccination card fam. If we are still fighting over vaccination cards at this point in time, there's a huge problem, but Polo Costa does things that obviously he is an eccentric dude. He is a weird dude and he keeps doing things like this, that at the end of the day, don't really surprise anybody. So I I would love to say I hope he gets the help he deserves, but uh, I have to finish off with, you know, you know, I I hope and thoughts and prayers for Polacosa, and I hope that nurse is okay. Uh, Moving right along again in the craziest of worlds in MMA, Big John McCarthy, somebody who a lot of people have so much respect for in the name. He used to be one of the top refs in all of combat sports and MMA. Since then, I think his view of certain things have gotten a bit skewed, have been led astray. And one of his big comments that he recently said on his podcast, uh, he went out and said, and I quote, would I mind seeing Nick Diaz, not Nate Diaz, Nick Diaz against Kamara Usman? No, I wouldn't. Other than this, Kamara would stand with him until he starts getting lit up and then he's going to go and use his wrestling. He goes on to say that he obviously he thinks that nick can win that fight and so on and so forth i am going to give you guys my opinion if you i love nick diaz i am a nick diaz fan but this is not nick diaz in 2006 this is not the nick Di, nick diaz who beat the great paul Daley. is not walking through that door and the fact that he's not walking through that door, he absolutely is not gonna go ahead and box the face off of Kamaro Usman, the number one pound-for-pound MMA fighter in the world. Kamaru Usman, let's go ahead and put some respect on his name. George St. Pierre is somebody that a lot of us have always stated and said that have the best jab in all of boxing, in all of MMA. Well, guess who is taking that mantle? It is the current pound-for-pound champion, Kamaro Usman. Also, in the crazy, crazy, crazy world of MMA, Dana White. Dana White is still out here talking about boxing. And of course, with fighter pay and everything like that, he is starting to, somebody who was very keen on Zufa boxing when Conor McGregor was out there getting dollars. All of a sudden, when other people like a Francis Ngannou and others are asking for boxing fights, Anderson Silva, George St. Pierre... He says he wants to get out of the boxing game. Huh? Funny that, right? Well, he says he wants to get out of it, and what he said is this. Every time I think about doing something with boxing, I go, why would I want to do this to myself? You know what I mean? Why would I even want to dive into the nightmare? That's why I haven't really done anything. It's a broken business that that is an absolute nightmare to try to fix. When Dana White says he's trying to fix that absolute nightmare, he means paying his athletes. Let's not mix words. He doesn't want to get into boxing because he does not want to pay anybody. That's what it is. We don't got to even read between the lines. We know exactly what it is. Dana don't want to pay people. That's why Dana's not going into boxing. He is absolutely happy where he is. Okay. Let's go ahead and move on because we have a lot. And that is the crazy MMA headlines of this week. So we have fight announcements. And there are a lot of fantastic fights coming up this upcoming week. And one we have to start off with is the former 185-pound champion, the current number two-ranked Robert Whittaker, just signed on to fight Marvin Vittori. Number five ranked. Both of these men have something in common. They have both lost to the champion, Israel Adesanya, twice. Regardless of the fact, this fight should be fantastic. This is also going to headline UFC Fight Night in Paris. The first uh, UFC card in Paris. That is going to be September 3rd. I cannot wait to see that fight card because regardless on what you think, at the end of the day, yo, Robert Whitaker is still that dude. He is the second best middleweight in the world, not named Israel Adesanya. Also, um, announced this week at 145 pounds featherweight, we have Brian Ortega, the number five ranked featherweight in the world against Yair Rodriguez. That is going to be the number six, July 16th, UFC fight night, Long Island. That is going to be fantastic fights. Mexican on Mexican crime. It is going to be, I mean, one of the most entertaining. I don't know how it's going to happen, but somebody's going to get beat up. And I think it's going to be a fantastic fight. Speaking of people getting beat up, July 16th, we also have Shane Burgos versus Charles Jordan. That fight is guaranteed fireworks and violence. One of my favorite cards that was recently announced also, or should I say fights, is the 10-1 Jordan Levitt versus the fan favorite, the British Patty Pimblet. In my opinion, what this says is that UFC is done playing with their toy and they're feeding him to the wolves. I thoroughly believe Jordan Levitt is about to be twerking for that London audience for UFC Fight Night London. That is going to be July 23rd. And last but certainly not least, we are talking about the face of the PFL, Kayla Harrison going against her biggest test in the former champion, Julia Budd. That is July 1st in Atlanta, Georgia. The dirty, dirty. Uh, but with that being said, guess what? It's about nine minutes and something. And I think we did it. That is this week. It's fight news in 10 minutes or less. Make sure you check out the fight podcast everywhere. Podcasting is available. Apple, Google play, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher. Check me out as well at Surge Vicente. Follow, like, share. Love you guys. We'll see you next time right here on the fight podcast.